It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. You're listening to the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby. Michael Pappas is in studio with me today. Happy Tuesday, sir. It is a super Tuesday, Zach. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so we're going to preview signing day. Got a lot of response yesterday. Yes, I know yesterday was not signing day. I sure talked like it was on the podcast yesterday, so my apologies on that. So we'll, you confused me yeah, all day. I, I think I confused a lot of people. Thousands of people listening, they all think I'm a bozo. And that's okay. That's fine, because part of that is true. But yeah, we'll preview signing day. Of course, that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, lastly, we'll preview Auburn basketball uh, tonight. They take on Arkansas, and uh, just a couple of uh, some some mock draft NFL mock draft talk coming up on the show today as well. But first, I want to give a shout out to uh, our partners, Nyko Sports. I'm pumped. Our friends at Nyko Sports they've got this awesome Auburn logo basketball that's signed by the one and only Coach Bruce Pearl. And of course, the basketball is saluting the only coach in Auburn history to take us to the Final Four. So Coach Pearl signed all of these basketballs at NicoSports.com. And when you order from NicoSports.com, they have all kinds of sports memorabilia. I was going through their website last night, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want all of this stuff. I want absolutely all of it. But yeah, they've got some cool Auburn stuff. There's also some Cam Newton stuff up there as well. But Nico Sports is the real deal. When you order anything that has a signature on it, they provide you with the certificate of authenticity as well as a picture of Bruce Pearl signing the basketball that you bought. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. So uh, check it out. The Auburn basketball signed by Coach Bruce Pearl. It's only $149.95. So you have to call 1-800-345-2868 right away. They're selling like crazy. So uh, be sure to check that out. Once again, the number is one 800 345-2868. You can also order online at nikosports.com. That's N-I-K-C-O, N-I-K-C-O, sports.com. And make sure to listen, uh, make sure to mention that you heard it listening to this podcast, of course, the Locked On Auburn podcast. More on that in a, in a bit. So National Sign Day is Wednesday. It's not yesterday. Uh, so uh, a few unsigned Auburn targets that will make their decisions tomorrow. We'll start with Marquise Burks, defensive tackle, JUCO guy from Iowa Central Community College, 6'3", 285. He's listed as a three-star guy. Rodney Garner is all over his recruitment. Usually when Rodney Garner goes after defensive linemen, it ends up positive for the Tigers. He's announcing at 2 o'clock on Wednesday, Keith Niebuhr of Auburn 247 is predicting that Auburn will land this guy. And... Just kind of looking at it, I hadn't heard a whole lot about this guy. I was kind of doing a deep dive on him last night. It seems like Auburn's going to kind of be the the best option for him. Um, and so a defensive tackle with Juco experience maybe can come in and kind of fill some holes and, and, and get in the rotation right away. This might sound strange, okay? but where is there room in the D-line rotation? I, I feel like the D-line is just stacked. And... and Garner will play 11 guys yeah, in a game. That's true. And, and you know, uh, for this guy's sake, I hope that he can come in and make an impact. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, commits or commits, recruits or recruits, get them in, get them signed, get them on the field. Let's see what happens. McKinley Jackson, he's a defensive tackle from the state of Mississippi. He's committing at 930 tomorrow, and uh, Niebuhr is predicting A&M or Alabama, so Auburn's probably on the outside looking in for him. And then, lastly, I talked about Broderick Jones a little bit yesterday and some last week as well. The, the top uncommitted offensive tackle out there from Georgia, he is committing at 9 o'clock Central Time tomorrow. He's going to pick Georgia. Um, he kind of strung Auburn along. I think Auburn felt like they had a shot, canceled the official visit this past weekend, and I think the rest is history. He's going to pick Georgia tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. From everything I've seen, it looks like it's Georgia. Then the unsigned Auburn commits, DeAndre Butler, the top defensive end JUCO player in the country, played at Independence Community College in Kansas. His signing ceremony is at 2.30 tomorrow, top defensive end JUCO player. Then Brandon Frazier, I talked about him yesterday. He is from McKinney North. Of course, that is in Texas. And his ceremony is at 3.15 Central Time at his school. And I saw on AuburnUndercover.com, Keith said that Frazier... And Butler, they plan to send in their letter of intent earlier in the day. That's just when they're having their ceremony at the school. So it'll be official before then. Got an email from uh, the athletic department. Malzahn is talking to the media at 2 o'clock. And, of course, some of that is happening afterwards. So um, he'll all of that will be official by the time he talks to the media at, at 2 o'clock. So should be a pretty uneventful day for, uh, for Auburn football tomorrow. I think you kind of know yeah. what you're going to get going into it. Oh, that's true, but I guess it depends on... Uh Depends on the way that you look at it. It's eventful from the sense that they're going to get, was it four or five signatures tomorrow? Uh, two, maybe three. Does that include the recruited walk-on quarterback that they just got from the local kid? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going there next. I'm okay. going there next. Yeah, last night Auburn got three-star in-state quarterback Sawyer Pate. He is committed as a preferred walk-on. He is from Thompson. They won the 7A state championship Last year, I believe he was named the All-Star or the the MVP of that game, um, which is which is good. You, you, you kind of expect that from a your upperclassman starting quarterback who wins the game. But yeah, that's awesome. So number ninety three rated pro style quarterback in the twenty twenty class. Um, th- this is kind of just that that feel good story. It seems like Auburn has one every other year or so where they get an in state guy. You know, whether it's from you know outside of the Birmingham area around Mobile, but it. You know, it seems like they always have a, an in-state guy that grew up an Auburn fan on staff that's a, or on, on the roster in the quarterback room that's um, that's just kind of there and grew up an Auburn fan. Offers some perspective, maybe, for the other quarterbacks, right? About how great it is to really be an Auburn Tiger. Maybe so. And maybe so. Play. So your quarterback room in 2020, in my opinion, definitely not as good as it was this time a year ago. But you got Bo Nix, that's a starter. Then Court Sandberg, Jaleel Garnett, and then uh, I assume Sawyer Pate is the fourth-string guy. Yeah, and that's it, right? That's it. Appleton transferred, Willis transferred, Gatewood transferred. Bye-bye. Yeah, Bo Nix beat them all out. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Then he won SEC Freshman of the Year. The great Bo. The great Bo. I mean... Auburn, Auburn did a rough situation if Bo Nix gets hurt. I mean, it's definitely not ideal, but it'll be interesting to see what they do if that happens. Uh, hopefully it doesn't, obviously, but, you know, there's about a million guys on this team that played quarterback in high school. That's true. That's true. A lot of these guys did play quarterback in high school, but 
It's just not the same. And there's a reason they're not playing quarterback anymore. That's true. No, I I agree. But we saw what Kentucky was able to do with a wide receiver playing quarterback. Now, that, now that's definitely an exception to the rule. I was about to say now that guy isn't all American, but <laughs> yeah, still, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I it'll be wild. It, it'll honestly be wild if Phonix gets injured. Please God, I hope that does not happen. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, right after Joey Gatewood transferred, it was kind of talk as like, all right. Now what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of hope that, that nothing nothing bad happens to him. So we'll see. And that definitely plays to, I mean, I think Bo's a good runner, and I know he wants to throw the ball before he runs it. But if he, he doesn't need to be playing like, oh, I need to protect myself for the sake of the team, you know, like the team's mm-hmm. screwed if I go down. Like, I, I don't think he needs to be playing with that mentality. So... I would like there to be somebody behind him. Uh, I think he could play a little bit more like that when Joey was on the on the death chart on the team. But that's, maybe slide that's not what we're getting. Of, maybe slide instead of head first dive. You know, it's the little things. It'll be good for his pro career, right? He'll be learning that stuff in college instead of, you know, these guys that go to the NFL and start taking hits. That's true. That's true. If you're a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard the great advertising working with Locked On. To reach sports fans, but you may not know the Locked On Auburn is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Auburn fans just like you listening. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with us and, and Auburn fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with a disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this podcast. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising. Extremely loyal listener base. And uh, yeah, 75% of the people that tune into this podcast listen to 100% of it. That is unheard of. What? That is an unheard of. Right? When you look across podcasts and stats and stuff, and it's not just this one. I mean, it's pretty much across the whole Locked On Podcast Network. I mean, it's the whole daily thing and the, the very niche-specific teams and mm-hmm. people latching on to it all over the country. So that's pretty, that's pretty cool. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. So think some things that folks are doing around the Locked On Podcast Network, you're seeing it more with the NFL teams. They are doing a mock draft Monday. It's become a thing, and it's done in partnership with the Draft Network. Because some of the guys that run the draftnetwork.com, they do locked on NFL draft. They do the locked on NFL draft show. But uh, on the latest mock that everyone looked at yesterday, he has Derek Brown falling to number nine to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we were kind of told he was a top five pick all year. You're starting to see him slip more and more and more. He's still the top defensive tackle drafted. But I mean, there's some there's some drafts that have him outside the top 10. I think that's pretty crazy. I have not seen him outside of the top ten, but I I I believe you. I don't want to make it sound like you're wrong. I mean, he he's between six and nine in most yeah, of them. So, but I, I have seen a few of them where he's been outside of the top ten. 
I think I looked at two, three, or four this morning, and they all had him at number seven, except one that was like including five realistic trades that could happen. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't, I don't like trades involved in mock drafts. Yeah, someone traded into the seven spot, and so then Derek Brown fell to nine. Okay, um, but the, that's the latest I've seen him. Um, I know for us, it's kind of like, oh, God forbid, you're the ninth pick instead of the seventh. Yeah, but. That matters to these guys. I mean, you, you, how many times have we heard about quarterbacks or other players who were like, yeah, those eight teams are going to regret it forever. Right. Right. So. Yeah. So then he wears that number to like remind himself mm-hmm. every day or whatever. But yeah, I think um, I, I think as long as he's in the top 10 and Auburn kind of wave the whole like, hey, we had a top 10 draft pick. I think that's really all that matters. I don't think there's a big difference between nine and seven. I don't either. It'd be really cool if uh, Alabama didn't have an offensive tackle that was going to get drafted in the top five, so then Auburn could have a pick before Alabama did. Right. That doesn't happen a whole lot. I know. That doesn't happen a whole lot. Until Bo Nix is the number one pick in a few years. What? Facts. What? Facts. What? Um, He didn't have Marlon Davidson in the draft, uh, the mock draft, and, and of course he didn't have Noah. I mean, both of these guys, Marlon Davidson, Noah Benogany, they're kind of flirting with that late first round chatter. I went to Kyle, Kyle Krabs wrote this mock draft. I went to his big board and he had Marlon Davidson as like, he was like 100th and something. No, that's not true. He was 44th, but I think he had Nick Coe higher than Marlon, which doesn't surprise me. I think the NFL is going to like Nick Coe, but to have him higher than Marlon is crazy to me. Yeah, I think that's one of these situations where like Marlon's going to test really well, as or we all suspect he will. And I think I, they'll both test well. I don't think Marlon is going to move up big boards like that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I do think you're going to see him get drafted more just because of the versatility. Like, yeah, he doesn't have that raw talent, and he probably doesn't have the ceiling that a, that a Nick Coe might have. Mm-hmm. But he's the guy you can bring in and can play three downs for you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He had Noah, I believe, as his seventh corner. That's not bad at all. No, that's not bad. I mean, I think seven corners go in the first two rounds. For a guy who's played corner for a year and a half or whatever, two years, uh, that's a little ridiculous, especially when you think about some of the other corners that are in this draft, like uh, Jeff Okuda from Ohio State, who looks like he's going to be a top 10 pick, and and Christian Fulton, who is the second coming of an LSU cornerback, and blah, blah, blah. Cooler last name, Okuda or Igbenogany? I plead, I'd like to plead the fifth. That's a tough answer. I'd like to plead the That's fifth. That's tough. I think it's a Cuda. I think it's a Cuda, too. I think it's just easier to pronounce. <laughs> I know how to spell I, I, it. I cut you off. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, that was pretty much it. I just, I just had to ask the, you know, the important questions here. They, uh, I, I'm just I, I'm excited for the NFL draft. I'm excited to for the I mean the real process to start here with pro days and, and the combine and everything. Yeah. And, I'm excited to get to draft day. I'm excited to see if someone falls in the the uh, the, the fountain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I hope so. With it on the boat, that'd be crazy. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today 
That's KubotaOrangedays.com. I can't get over how amazing the Coach Pearl signed uh, basketball that our friends at Nyco Sports uh, that they are offering. It's the best memorabilia to have uh, to, to honor Auburn basketball and obviously the only coach in Auburn basketball history to take the Tigers to the Final Four. And there's a limited edition of these, and it's only $149.95. There's less than 100 left, so call now at 1-800-345-2868. Any Auburn fans deserve one of these. You and I kind of like to to point and, and brag about our sports memorabilia. You've got a lot in your office. I've got mm-hmm. some in my office. I've got some at home. And uh, it, it'd be tough to top this. It'd be tough to top the, the, the Zauburn basketball signed by Bruce Pearl. And when you order from Nyko Sports, they I, I think they even send you the Sharpie that he used. And they, they send you all of, the, all of the stuff proving the certificate of authenticity as well as a picture of Bruce Pearl signing that basketball. So give them a call, 1-800-345-2868. And you can also order online at nykosports.com. That's N-I-K-C-O sports.com. And mention Locked on Auburn. It'll be your best purchase ever. It'll get you fired up. And um, if you listen to the show every day, you love Auburn. And, yep. uh, and that's a great way That's a I great need, way to show it. I told you last night, Zach, when you told me you had this new advertiser, I, I need one of these balls for my off. Honestly, I would just settle for the certificate. Just give me the certificate of authenticity. I don't even need the ball. Really? Just give me the certificate that says Bruce Pearl signed this basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So obviously Auburn basketball plays tonight. The hype around it is sky high. They moved into 11th in the AP poll yesterday. And they're second place in the SEC, 6-2, and two, tied with Kentucky. LSU alone at the top at 8-0. No, they'll take on LSU Saturday. Whoa, they're not tied with Kentucky. Are they not? No, they beat Kentucky head-to-head. Yeah, but for some reason it doesn't matter in basketball. That's, that's, that's stupid. That's, it is stupid because they, the, they tied for the SEC regular season championship against um, – Tennessee two years ago, but they beat Tennessee head-to-head on the road, and for some reason it's shared. It's just, I think it's dumb. But yeah, so Auburn plays LSU Saturday at Auburn Arena, but first they've got to take on Arkansas on the road tonight at Bud Walton, and that's uh, obviously a tough place to play. Saw the line at Vegas right now. Auburn is a a one-point dog, right? Arkansas favored by one. So uh, essentially a pick at that point. Yeah. Um, I got some uh, some analysis here for you. Give it to me, man. This is a perfect matchup for Auburn. Really? Yes. Okay, tell Listen. me why, because I, I don't feel too super confident about it. Okay. Arkansas is the toughest defensive team against the three-point. They're allowing the lowest three-point percentage in the country Okay. at 24.7%. That's perfect for Auburn. They can't make threes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> However, in SEC play, Auburn's only generating 27.8% of its points from behind the arc. Yeah. Like I said, they can't shoot threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have a huge advantage inside Auburn's 35th overall in defensive in offensive two-point percentage. Auburn is the 35th overall team in the country at making two-pointers. That's pretty impressive. All right. In its last home loss to South Carolina, Arkansas allowed the Gamecocks to shoot 63% from inside the arc. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. so high. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Razorbacks are 264th in the country with an average of almost 19 fouls per game. 
Come on. This is perfect for Auburn. Uh, you've sold me. You taking Auburn tonight? Oh, yeah. Give me Auburn. Give me the points. I'll even I'll put a, some money on them straight up to win the game. This is great. Auburn's SEC leading defensive rebounding should limit Arkansas's chances. Arkansas only averages 31% from behind the arc. Come on. Auburn should dominate are, are, are this you, are, you, are you worried at all about Auburn's inability to play well on the road and Bud Walton's a tough place to play? Are you but, worried about that at all? Okay, I'm not because the scout going into the game has to be what I just said. Arkansas's yeah. three-point defense is one of, if not the best, in the country. So you expect to so, see them attacking the basket? Yes. Okay, and, and you that makes know sense. they're going to foul you. Like I said, they're not good at not fouling. Yeah. They foul you almost 19 times a game. So, Dude, you have totally changed my opinion on this game. Now, naturally, that I have said all this from the one article that I read... <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get smoked. <laughs> but um, uh, Auburn should be able to make two-point. I mean, and, and the the guys that play inside, Okoro, Purifoy, Wiley, Macklemore, I mean, even Cambridge and, and Flanagan, they should be able to dominate this game. Um, rebounding is going to be key like it's always key for Auburn, but they've done a much, much better job on the defensive glass in their last, I don't know, two games. Yeah. And this is going to be – I mean, it's going to be a dogfight in Bud Walton. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Auburn will not cruise to a victory in this game. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I do think they're going to win. Michael Pappas, where can people find your stuff and hear your stuff? Uh, follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. Love it. And you can watch Free Money Friday every day at 3 p.m. on ESPN 106.7's Twitter account, or you can listen to the Free Money Friday every day uh, in podcast form on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. That's awesome. That is awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at C Blackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.